0: It's Thursday, January 12th, and you're tuned in to the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes-y, uh, we got a, a glimpse into the future for Progressive field in the and the Guardians today as uh, the, the club hosted uh, a, a, an unveiling of the plans for uh, about 202 million dollars worth of upgrades and and changes that's going to happen at the ballpark beginning with the end of the 2023 season. They're going to work through the 2023 offseason. And on opening day of 2024, uh, Progressive Field is going to look like nothing you've you've ever experienced before.
1: Yeah, uh, we saw some renderings, Joe. We saw a video, uh, you know, from the architects uh, that uh, they had delivered to the Guardians and uh, the upper deck. The uh, shipping containers, you know, if you have a tear in your eye, you know. (laughs) You you might want to uh, you might want to get a couple pictures of those during the 2023 season because on opening day, 2024 those shipping containers, who uh, in 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 the upper deck and right field are going to be
0: gone. So uh, uh, well, let's let's be honest. Nobody liked those in the first place. Yeah. They're an eyesore. That they they really didn't serve the the kind of purpose that you you really wanted to see. But 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 yeah, it's going to be a, a totally different experience for the fans out there. Yeah, it's going to be open. There's going to be picnic tables. There's going to be concessions up
1: there. Uh, It's going to be cool, Joe. uh, The uh, renderings of video look great. And it's just going to open that whole ballpark up. Uh, I think you're going to be able to, you know, look back out, you know, and see the city. And, uh, you know, you're going to um, it looks like it's a much more advantageous view for fans that are up there watching the games.
0: Now, uh, the other sort of aspect of this uh, down the the left field line where uh, back in 1994, when Progressive Field, uh, then Jacobs Field opened and it was sort of on the cutting edge. It had a it had a restaurant in left field and and it was sort of all new and fancy. And everybody thought, oh, wow, you can watch the ballpark from a, a, you know, a linen uh, tablecloth. Uh, dining experience there at in left field, and and then you know about 25 years later, nobody was really using that space the way that uh, it was first imagined to be used. So now they're going to redo it and open it up. Uh, the the glass windows are going to be gone. You're going to see a, a sort of an open air sort of experience out there, and and a, a, like a terraced sort of uh, you know seating and open uh, area, and and really it's going to like you said, just down the right field line, the, the views of the city are going to be there as well. Uh, but what, what it sort of did for the corner when they did that renovation, uh, down, uh, in the lower concourse in right field, uh, they're hoping it, it does, uh, for the upper concourse in left field.
1: Yeah. It's going to be kind of like a, you know, a beer hall. There's going to be, you know, uh, I would, th- I would imagine craft beers. There's going to be a lot of concessions, you know, all ticketed, uh, everybody with a ticket can come up there and, uh, catch a cold one and, uh, catch a couple innings and, you know, continue to wander around the ballpark, Joe. And it's really kind of opens that whole section up and, uh, you know, makes it, you know,
0: I think, uh, you just let some air into the place. And, uh, that's a good thing. Yeah. The, the renderings, uh, that are available here, uh, on, on on Cleveland.com, you can, you can click on them and click through them are, are really exciting for, for anybody who, uh, who's who's sort of been connected to the ballpark over the last 25 27 28 years. Uh it, it's really sort of uh exciting to see these changes that are planned. Uh you mentioned the 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 exciting part the the, the beer hall down down there uh in the terrace of uh, an an authentic to Cleveland beer hall. So I, I don't know uh, what, what what that necessarily uh means uh as far as a uh, you know definition but uh anything with uh, an open air beer hall down the left field line and uh, you know, spaces that uh, looked really exciting for for fans to to not just go and enjoy the game, but to enjoy the experience of going to the ballpark and and maybe come back a little more often. Uh, some of the the other sort of enhancements, uh, you know, one of the things that that we see in a lot of the different ballparks that we go to throughout the uh, uh, throughout the league, and particularly, you know, the one that jumps out in my mind is at Yankee Stadium. Uh, when you go down to the service level, when you go down to the field level behind the seats. Is this gorgeous uh, diamond club? They call it. Uh, the, the The guardians are going to work on installing this new dugout club, which uh, you know it, it gives you know the premium seating for for f- folks that want to sit in those dugout suites. But then, uh, if they want to step back and go go underneath, then and, and back to the the club lounge area, uh, you're you're talking about guys living the high life down there, uh, uh, drinking and eating and and socializing. Uh, just the 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 diamond clubs that we've seen in places like Houston and uh, New York and uh, all throughout the league, really, these are the the areas that are being planned into new ballparks and sort of retrofitted into the old ones.
1: Yeah, it's going to be uh, you know located uh, behind the home plate area. Uh, it's you know, I'm sure there's going to be waitresses and waiters, you know, waiting on uh, taking orders, and uh, it's going to be uh, you know, it really kind of you know, just an extra element to the ballpark to uh, you know, bring. Uh, I guess you're a high roller if you're sitting there, Joe. You're getting your those uh, like you said, premium seatings and uh, great view of the other the games, and uh, you know, you can go back in uh, in, in the dugout club and then you can go back to your seats. So it's the best of both worlds. Uh
0: the other sort of big uh major construction uh change that's going that you're going to see that will be arriving at uh the start of the 2024 season will be a new building on East Ninth Street. Uh so so really just sort of running along that right field line uh outside the ballpark is uh they're going to construct a new building that's going to uh allow for n- uh, new kitchens and commissaries and you know, places where the the, the ballpark food and, and all that kind of stuff will be prepared. Uh, and and then the top of that building is going to be an open air space for, uh, you know, a rooftop uh, upper concourse area. It's going to connect to uh, the upper deck. Uh, so that whole space and, and the outside of it was decorated with, you know, pictures of the players and, and, and banners and things like that. So uh, also very exciting. So the upper deck experience uh, in, Ah, uh, right field, left field, and uh, that East Ninth Street building. Plus, they're going to uh, also install some some areas that sort of open up the seating so that there's like a bar, and you can, if you're on the the side of the upper deck, you can see through to the playing field. Uh, just all about uh, you know making it easier to see and and still get a beer and and sit at a, a you know an upper deck bar that you can look out on both the the city and the ballpark at the same time. Ah, uh, that's what's coming in in by 2024. Now, the the real sort of uh, you know bones of of what the the players and the 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 on field people, the 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 expectation for uh, the the team itself. Uh, that's all coming in 2025 when they completely revamp the the dugouts and and the the service level basically at Progressive Field, which hasn't really changed all that much since the park opened in 1994.
1: Yeah. In 2005, Joe, by opening day, the Terrace Club is, uh, the, you know, revamped Terrace Club will be open. Uh, the dugout club will be open. Uh, the clubhouses will be refurbished and, uh, expanded. And I guess there will be a, uh, an extra floor added to the, uh, the executive offices, um, where you know Chris Antonetti and and the front office and all their their staff you know work. So that's
0: yeah, funny. You know. it, funny. I I thought I thought Antonetti was just putting a putting green up on the fifth floor. That that was <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. That that's what I heard. I don't know if there's there's any truth to it. So we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, the the big I think the big takeaway from that though, Paul, was the there were rumors that they were going to switch sides of the dugout that the the Guardians were going to be on the third base dugout instead of the first base dugout. And, and they scrapped those plans, I think, uh, uh, during the process, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what we were told, uh, today. Um, you know, I, I thought initially I, I thought they had more room, you know, on the first base side of things. Um, the first base in the first base dugout where the visitors, you know, now, uh, you know, uh, you know, are stationed, but, uh, They've elected to stay on the uh, third base side, and it sounds like, Joe, they're going to take the whole concourse down there and everything and, and involve it in the locker rooms and the kitchens and, you know, weight rooms and, and all the, uh, you know, all the bells and whistles that you need to uh, keep a big league team on the field and attract, uh, you know, more, more, you know, free agents or prominent free agents and get players to come to Cleveland because of the facilities.
0: Well, one of the uh, one of the factors I believe when we were talking to Chris Antonetti that went into the decision not to switch dugout sides uh, was they, they had done sun studies. They said the uh, one of the big advantages, especially during day games, and uh, you know, and particularly in the you know the 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 two three o'clock hour uh, during the day uh, during the season, is the way that the sun uh, moves across the sky. That visitors' dugout can get pretty hot. Uh, during the summer with the sun shining directly in and uh, hard to see out of a little bit. And I think, uh, you know, just the comfort level of being in that third base dugout and the shade and, and the area that gets shaded first uh, had had a, a lot to do with the decisions to sort of stay put.
1: Yeah. A little home field advantage there. That's, uh, you know, that's uh, definitely, that's, that's knowing your own park for sure.
0: Uh, now you mentioned uh, sort of the idea of, Attracting free agents and attracting players uh, because of the facilities. Obviously, this ballpark hasn't undergone any service level upgrades uh, to the to the clubhouse, to the training facilities, to the uh, batting cages and, and workout facilities that since the the park opened in '94. Uh, Chris Antonetti uh, mentioned a uh, a certain smell sometimes in the uh, in the hallways, uh, particularly from when uh, when the pregame meals are being prepared and. And things like that. Uh, these these renovations that are coming in 2025 will address all of that, and they will be geared towards uh, improving player performance and and incorporating all of that data analysis that they like to do for you know positioning players on the field. Uh, they also have you know sort of that that analytics approach to uh, just your your strength and conditioning and uh, all your preparation. Uh, they're going to apply that in every way to the way they reconfigure uh, the, the the clubhouse and the offices and everything down there. So it's going to look completely different from the way it is. Yeah, Neil Huntington, uh, the former uh, Pirates
1: uh, general manager, has really been uh, leading the way on this, on redesigning the clubhouse and making it more efficient and uh, making it more player friendly and helping players, you know, reach their peak peak performance. So he's been deeply involved in that. And of course, uh, Neil, you know, for years was, uh, you know, worked in uh, Cleveland's front office and then went to Pittsburgh, you know, had a pretty good, had a good run there as a GM. And now he's back, uh, you know, heading this project, this part of the project up. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, as far as the clubhouses go, and I know, you know, you you, you're comfortable and you you love what you what you know and what you're used to. Uh, you know we're used to going into that clubhouse on a, on a regular basis and uh, it, it's just you go into some of these other parks and you go into the clubhouses there and even the visitors clubhouses in some of these parks are uh, a little bigger, a little easier to move, maneuver around. Uh, they don't have uh, giant load bearing pillars in 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 front of the the lockers. Uh, sometimes the players like the fact that they can sort of hide <laughs> hide behind those pillars and, and the reporters can't see if they're there or not. But, uh, you know, I, I think I would, I would guess that any sort of new locker room space for these players is, is going to have sort of an open floor plan where, uh, that'll much more resemble some of these newer parks and, and, and newer facilities. And, and just, hey, I wonder if they're going to, uh, you know, put in a pool for Tito because, uh, you, we know that, uh, you know he likes to do his hydrotherapy. That's uh, that's uh, a number one. Yeah, well, I think they do have a swim ex
1: in there. I don't know if they'll mm-hmm. maybe an Olympic size pool, you know, for <laughs> Tito now. They'll put it maybe under second base or something. Since what, Joe? He was just named the most uh, handsome uh, manager in the American League, so uh, no, I was, you know, I was you know say, he has as a man
0: is. has to have his uh, <laughs> he 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 has to have his, his perks. I, I was I was gonna save that for the end, but since you brought it up, uh, this is this is i I tell you what beauty never fades. It must be the case because uh this survey that was just released uh it, it comes out every year uh, it comes out every year around the time of the uh or there was one that comes out every year around the time of the the winter meetings uh, I, I recall, but this one used uh, artificial intelligence used a, a computer AI to you know objectively sort of figure out which manager is the most attractive who's the most handsome manager in baseball and they pick terry francona as the best in the american league and buck Showalter, the oldest manager in the in the national league to as as the 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 most so so obviously beauty never fades right Definitely, Joe.
1: Yeah. And, uh, my man, Matt Quattaro did not, did not, did not finish very well here. Something, what he had, Was he elected the best face for
0: radio or something? Best I'm face not for sure. Radium. That's, that was it. Yeah. the face. <laughs> I think he's a got a lodge of
1: protest there. I, I,
0: I, gotta imagine that, you know, experience points count for, uh, for something like that. Uh, uh, poor, poor Matt Quattaro, but, uh, Ah, uh, just to 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 sort of get back to the uh, the the ballpark uh, idea of, you know, what this means for uh, the club and and their ability to attract free agents to to stay competitive in the American League. These are these are necessary steps. Yeah, de- you know, definitely, Joe. You have to, uh,
1: you know, you have to sell yourself. You know, the uh, the Guardians have done a great job as an organization of being competitive year in and year out, uh, and having up, you know up to, you know, kind of uh, primetime uh, facilities, a, a great ballpark to play in, uh, you know, that's part of the package, and uh, that's part of the attraction, that's how you get players to come to Cleveland, you know, you have a, first you have a winning culture, you have a winning team, you have, you know, you get to the postseason regularly, and then you've got a great place to play with, uh, you know, up-to-the-minute facilities
0: so as it was explained to us uh as we were talking to uh some of these uh front office folks today at the ballpark uh the renovations uh, the number that's being thrown around is 435 million and and that was the the total package for uh the the life of the the, the new lease that the guardians signed uh to to stay at the ballpark i believe over the next 15 years uh, was the was the term there? Um, I the the number that's more accurate for the renovations that they're doing over the next two to three seasons here uh, is two hundred and two million uh, as as Curtis Danberg told us uh, that that's a more accurate number because that's what's being uh, put poured into the changes that are going into the ballpark and the dugouts and the the clubhouses and everything. And anything over that two hundred and two million, Uh, Is is going to be the club's responsibility to to pay for, but uh, that was the partnership between uh, you know the city to get the the club to sign the lease, uh, and also the state of Ohio uh, chipping in on that. Uh, The other two hundred and you know uh, thirty some million uh, that's part of that is capital improvements that will be made to the Gateway facility, to the ballpark uh, over the life of that lease over the, the life of 15 years. So that's sort of built in funding for things like concrete and, you know, sidewalks and, and all sorts of other, um, uh, expenses that are anticipated over the life of that, uh, to, to, to keep the the club here in the, the park. So, uh, really the, the more accurate number, I just want to be clear on that because sort of, it was, it was it's, it's, it sounds, you know, interesting to say $435 million, but really the improvement portion of it is is going to be $202 million, uh, and that's what we're looking at over the next uh, several seasons.
1: Yeah, Joe, and, uh, you know, I thought another part of the, um, you know, the announcement was, uh, you know, we were anticipating something to do with uh, gambling. Um and, uh, you know, I know you have a little more information on that and uh, on just how uh, the Guardians are going to handle that aspect uh, with, uh, you know, gambling now becoming legal in Ohio.
0: Yeah, well, the the short answer is they're not going to be handling it uh, right away. Uh, on Wednesday, it was announced that uh, Bet365 is now the Guardians' official sports gambling partner, uh, which is that, you know, there's a, a branding and a, a partnership between... Uh, the organization, and uh, Bet365. However, unlike uh, next door at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, where they just opened up the Caesars Sportsbook, where you have an actual uh, Vegas-style sportsbook operating within the building during an NBA game where you can go to a betting window and place a bet on the game that's going on, Uh, unlike that setup, uh, Major League Baseball rules right now don't allow for a sports book, uh, and there's different t- classes. There's class A, there's class B, uh, and you know they have the betting kiosks and the differences between the ones with the windows. Uh, and then some places have uh, just like a social space where you're allowed to log on and, and place your bets on mobile or online, but there's not actually like a uh, sort of a, a serviceable, like a window or anything like that where you can uh, place your bets. It uh, doesn't look like anything like that is planned in the near future. Uh, just based on Major League Baseball rules and what they're able to do, uh, there was talk about if the if a building uh, offsite or across the street uh, becomes available through development or whatever, uh, if that could happen, uh, that might change things. But uh, we don't know what the the Guardians' investment or involvement would be in that. Uh, really, it's it's kind of a weird situation because you've got uh, the Cavaliers, the the Browns, uh, the Bengals, all having the, you know these plans for uh, you know sports books and 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 gaming uh, right there on site. It just seems like a lot of money will be left on the table for the organization if they don't jump on board, or if they're prohibited from jumping on board because of Major League Baseball rules.
1: Yeah, I guess the MLB rules say you can't have like a brick and mortar kind of facility in the ballpark, right? Is that right. That's right. what I. That's what the impression I got. But maybe they they do something right outside the ballpark. I, Joe, they they are going to take advantage of this. This is another revenue stream, and uh, Major League Baseball has been in bed with you know gambling for the last four or five years. I, I cannot see how. An individual team will not, would not be able to, you know, tap into this revenue stream.
0: But you know, until they make the, it, it, until they go through the process and and make the changes to the rules that allow this to happen, uh, it, teams are going to lose money. Teams are not going to be able to do it, and it's, uh, you know, it, that's unfortunate. I, I, I just knowing that there would there's an opportunity or a, a revenue stream there for them that they're not able to tap into. Uh, I know that's got to be eating them, uh, eating them up, and and you know just uh, it's it's an unfortunate situation. But uh, you know who knows? Maybe that we'll be talking about changes in the near future and and what's to come with that. So uh, a lot of a lot of new, a lot of different, a lot of changes, a lot of off-season construction. Which uh, Chris Antonetti says he he hopes they they have all sorts of delays on because that would mean that the Guardians are playing deep into October. Uh, and and you know if they can't start swinging uh, sledgehammers until uh, the first week in November next year, that means uh, the Guardians are playing in the World Series, and uh, we'd certainly like to to be following that uh, as it develops. Uh, so so really, just uh, how how much are you looking forward to coming to a ballpark? uh that that has a beer garden down the right field line Hoisey, come on man i I know joe that's too tempting man
1: i can't i'm there to work i can't i can't i don't i don't want to wander down there
0: and not wander back you know
1: nobody nobody's covering the game on deadline
0: (laughs) all all these years all these years they they finally listened to us they're going to put in a beer garden in in the upper (laughs) concourse that that we can access from uh from walking around through the press box and who knows maybe, maybe you'll uh Maybe you won't be reading our stories (laughs) on time. Uh, Hoinze, uh, we'll be back again uh, next Tuesday, uh, another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast, and uh, we'll hook it up then. All right, Joe.